Howdy, folks. Just a quick correction here before we get on with the show. Um, we have created a website. Yay! So that means that you can find all of your bite-sized podcast needs, including links to our Patreon, Twitter, Instagram, and a direct email contact, all from our website at bitesizepodcast.com. That's B-Y-T-E-S-I-Z-E.com. And thank you so much for your support. Okay, bye! podcast a show where we give you big ideas bite-sized we're just out here bringing them to you yeah coming back at you with uh more stuff on social media which we kind of put all these guys together because we don't really use them a whole lot and um they're boring just a bit (laughs) just a little bit they're not as uh saucy as some of the some of the other yeah they got they got their pros and also their cons. Yeah. Yeah. And their their audiences, for sure. Right. Definitely. So. Yeah. <laughs> Before we jump into it, uh, what are you even up to? Just, you know, bopping around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have any fun remodel projects going on? Um, there's lots this? of drywalling currently. Um Fixing up some roof holes. Yeah, just filling some holes. Or I guess ceiling holes. Ceiling holes. The roof yeah. the roof doesn't have holes, but the ceiling no. she do. She, she do. But she do though. Yeah. Nice. So that's been cool, I guess. I don't really have to do much, to be honest. Nice. Just you know, walk in every day and be like, Hey, is this gonna be done soon? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me feel bad, but like I don't know how to drywall. Yeah, and I, I did. I, do know how I to did drywall. say like I'm down to like learn this stuff, but Noah's just so good at this stuff, and our jobs are like opposite hours. Right. So like I go to work all day, and he works on drywall, and then goes to work when I get home. So mm-hmm. I mean, it works out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. It's. Yeah, yeah, that's my life. Hello, I am boring. I am a grandmother. That's okay. You're allowed. <laughs> dog mother. Oh, I am a dog mom. He's so cute. He's cute and fluffy. Yeah, how are things? Things are great. I am gearing up for my winter season. Um, hoping that coronavirus <laughs> doesn't uh, throw a kink in the plans for the winter season. Um, so far, for the summer season, everything was handled really well, and I'm really excited about it. Um, so I don't think that there's going to be, like, too many problems or anything like that. Um, but it's always something that you got to kind of prepare for, or at right. least think about, which is important. Um, yeah, just boring. Yeah, boring winter stuff. stuff is just... There's some excitement, but it's not... 
for me, winter stuff is great as long as it's actually winter and it's, like, lots right. of snow and there's, like, work to be done and things like that. And I really love my job and I love snowboarding every single day, which is super yeah. exciting. So. I enjoy um, hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I also enjoy hot yeah, chocolate. So that's what I do. <laughs> I like to put some uh, rumple mints up in it. Yeah, we do yeah. Uh, fireball. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Sometimes so. brandy. There's so oh, many I fucking things. love oh, cognac. Oh, yeah, dude, a cognac and hot chocolate. Girl. Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I keep trying to make a hot toddy because um, I want to like them. I don't. It's water and lemon juice and honey and I know. whiskey. And it's, I don't There's like not it. a whole lot to mm-hmm. like. Hot buttered rum, though, on oh, the other shit. hand. Holy dude. fuck, dude. Oh, my God. Fuck. Yeah, Carl. I just want that. Um, Carl, my bro squatch. Yeah. He makes a fucking so good hot buttered rum. Yeah. Um, the last time I had some, I... I think I almost died. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, in a good way? Yeah, because, like, I had a couple of them. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and there's just, you know, like, a stick of butter in each one, so it's yeah. like, holy fuck, dude. But it's so good. Yeah. It's so, it's stupid good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my arteries, like, took a fucking hit that day. <laughs> yeah, I fully, I fully believe it. But it's so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind a hot toddy because I like the taste of whiskey. It just depends on the whiskey. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to drink whiskey, I'm just going to drink whiskey. Right, that makes sense. I don't need to make it hot and put lemon juice in it. Right, if I'm <laughs> sick, hot toddies. Yeah. All the time. Um, or, I know that you're not supposed to do this because Theraflu has um, ibuprofen in it, so you can just, like, totally wreck your liver, but oh, I'm right. here for a good time, not a long time. Right, um, right, right. I will take brandy, I will put brandy or whiskey in Theraflu because hmm. it will literally I drink that I pass the fuck out for Shit. like 12 hours and then when I wake oh up God. I feel great <laughs> I've never Theraflued oh dude it's the best it's cool. literally the taste. I just recently like within the last since I moved into this house mm-hmm. started um bringing a day quill into my life yeah a day quill is good every once in a while yeah just a little yeah know, just a little a lot. <laughs> I haven't needed it this year, so Right, we'll see we'll see how that we'll fucking we'll see what flu season looks we're like. Just riding this fucking Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Social so, media. Something so. that you do when you're cuddled up in the winter and I mean maybe bummed out is write yeah. on a blog online, apparently. Yeah. Maybe you write <laughs> maybe you write your feelings. Yeah. So this episode, like we said, it's number three in this social media series. Um, we're going to make them exciting, maybe. Or try, anyway. Yeah. So here we go. I'm going to make Live Journal exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Rap noises. So Live Journal, uh, this is from the wiki. LiveJournal is a social networking service where users can keep a blog, journal, or diary, which to me are all the same. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, It was started in 99 by, oh, excuse me, 1999 (laughs) by Brad Fitzpatrick as a way for him to keep in touch with high school friends. Uh, He sold it in 2005 to a blogging software company called Six Apart, who later sold it to a Russian media company Sup media. <laughs> I don't know if they say sup media, but it's S U P media. 
in 2007. Um, they then relocated their servers to Russia in 2017. So it was just chilling in America until then. Um, and then at that point, they updated their terms of service to conform to Russian law. Um, now there's a wide variety of public figures that use it. And there seems to be like a lot of political commentary um, on what's happening. They have also partnered with an online newspaper, Gazette Aru. Gazette Aru. Gazette Aru. Yeah, like Russian Gazette. Right. Like no, I get Russian. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's crazy. So essentially they bought the Emo Kid uh, fan fiction website and yeah. now they're using it as a political device. That's Yeah. <laughs> Very Russian. <laughs> it seems. <laughs> um, so first and foremost, Live Journal is an online journal. That's like its main fucking thing. It's, it's bread and butter. Doesn't do a lot more than that. It's a blogging page. Yeah, just blog your heart out. Uh, users can customize their accounts um, with modified, modifiable templates. So you can, like, throw in a template and then you can, like, change the colors and the width Ooh, and stuff, Ooh. you know. Make it your own, really. It's yeah. your diary. You do it. Uh, you can add graphics, pictures, things like that. Each user has a bio page with all the typical bio info stuff and a journal page that lists all their recent entries, and then you can, like, click on the specific journal entry that you want to use that is on its own fucking page. Mm. Um, they also have a page um, for all of the people that they follow, which is, like, their friends list page, um, so they can see all the recent entries um, and see what's going on in their buds' lives. You can comment on people's posts. People can comment on your posts. Uh, there's various levels of memberships, but most people just have the basic one because why would you pay for a journal if that's online? Uh, right. <laughs> um, but paid accounts do offer you more things, as they should. Um, you can text people through LiveJournal without actually having to share your phone number, which is actually kind of cool. Um, so you mean it's a messaging service? Yeah. <laughs> but only if you pay for it. Oh, that's that seems, yeah. that seems so fun. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> journals right um you can add a to-do list um where people can just put their goals and such uh, again weird to me but hey if you want to pay for that you can <laughs> um it also offers an express lane which makes pages load faster <laughs> oh my god <laughs> only if you pay for it um there's also a voice post where you can call from like any phone including your own phone and you have to call a specific number, and then you can re record an audio thing, and it'll upload it to your journal. Um, you can also get extra storage space to store your voice posts and photos, if you pay for it. See, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. You're yeah. paying for extra space. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so... <laughs> so, in addition to individual journals, there's also these things called communities, which are essentially group journals. This is where people can start a blog on a topic and other people can join in. This is where it's Furries just, got really popular. It's just like a regular ass forum thread. Yeah. <laughs> it's just people are like, hey, do you like this thing? And other people are like, I do. And then they join forces. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> Cute. So the, the thing about the communities, though... Um, is everyone gets separated into five roles. There's owners, maintainers, moderators, members, and watchers. 
basically the permissions become less as you move down the list where owners can do anything and watchers do the minimal of the things but they like a forum but they still surprisingly have like a decent amount of power though um i guess i don't know if on regular ass forums if um a regular poster can do these things but watchers can um delete posts like any posts like the bare minimum watcher yeah can delete posts, which seemed weird to me. Yeah, like, it seems kind of backwards. Yeah, so that's how it's different than a forum, a regular ass forum. But um, hmm. yeah, it it just seemed weird. Like, why have tiers when you? I don't anybody know. Anybody can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. That seems, it's, that seems weird to me. I was never a live journal person. I yeah. had friends that were into it, and like I had friends in other communities that were like part of live journal, right. and that's where they had like their writing projects or things like that, but, like, um, I just, it was never really my thing, and all that I saw on it was, like, mostly, like, emo poetry right. stuff, and yep. then, like, the furry kids, yep. or what turned into the furry kids, and, um, like, erotic fan friend fiction. Yeah. <laughs> and the, um, the celebrity gossip column, column, oh, no, they didn't got their start. Oh, okay. Journal. Okay. Is that um, Perez? Hilton? I don't know, honestly. Okay. I've never celebrity gossiped. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I kind of, because, like, I'm into, like, the Real Housewives and shit like that, because I hate myself. Hey, <laughs> everyone's got a fucking trash show that... I watch Bones. Oh, the, dude, I love Bones. Dude, I watch dude, it oh, complete. I'm almost done with it again. Oh um, <laughs> again. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, you know, everyone's got a show that's right. questionable yeah. in their repertoire. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I got some other trash stuff rolling around, but yeah, um, that's what's up. So one weird thing that LiveJournal did was they relied heavily on the contributions of volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, like these people were running the support of the website. Like volunteers were like, cool, yeah, I'll fix your yeah, website. Sure, I'll fucking, no, dude, pay these people. <laughs> yeah, what? They no. were not getting what paid. The they fuck? were doing all this shit. So the volunteers started dwindling and then live journal was like shit our fucking website's falling apart i guess we should start paying people um so then you know people came back and they're like cool yeah we'll we'll do it again they paid everybody once and then never again so then you know people started not being volunteers again so now they do have paid employees and they don't um even really consider volunteer contributions because there are people that for some reason, still, still want to contribute. Keep it alive. That's so fucking weird. Yeah. So yeah. But even weirder still is how uppity Live Journal is about the use of the word friend. Okay. So this is from the wiki. The dual usage of friend as those who reads others journals and those who trust to um and those one trust to read one's own journal has been criticized for being at odds with everyday use of the term the individual users on a user's friend list may contain a mixture of people met through real world friendships online friendships and general interests as well as courtesy friendships where a user has friended someone who simply friended them back (laughs) A friends list 
may represent something entirely unrelated to social interactions and relationships, such as just a reading list or a collection or a puzzle. The difference between online and real-world friendships is sometimes a source of conflict, hurt feelings, and other misunderstandings. Live journal friendships are not necessarily mutual. Any user can be befriended or defriended. Any other user, or they can defriend any other user at any time. In the Russian live journal community, the word borrowed from English meaning friend is often used as dis to describe the relationship instead of the native Russian word that they use, which means drug, but translates to friend. This is weird to me, <laughs> most likely because of the whole Facebook overlord thing, but even when I try to put myself in the shoes of someone writing a journal online who has no concept of Facebook, it still seems bizarre to get hung up on the usage of the word friend. Like, if you don't want someone to read your journal, don't be friends with them. I mean, that's pretty, like, real life, too. Like, I probably wouldn't let my friends read my journal either if it was, like, yeah. a journal, especially during the time that Live Journal was popular. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's... It's such a weird, weird thing to get hung up on. Yeah. Um, doesn't make sense to me. Especially, like, you know, I have Facebook friends that I don't really know. Yeah, but I interact with them and I like their content. Well, I I'm just saying, them, like, yeah. it's the same concept on yeah, Live Journal. Absolutely. Like, well, so it's, it's the same just... concept there, and it's the same. I mean, in real life, you have like, for, like friends. Oh, this is my friend, so and so. But like, right. you're not like. But you don't. You don't like out. hang out. You yeah. don't go to lunch. Right. There's no lunching involved. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that's weird. Yeah. Calm so, um, basically, that's Live Journal. Um, it's still around. If you feel the need to have an online journal um, in this community, you can still do it um, if you want. <laughs> that is a thing that you want. Or there's lots of really pretty journals that you can buy at, like, Barnes Noble. And you can just... Or Etsy. They're really yeah. beautiful, created by, like, like artists and small businesses yeah. that you can That's buy. what I have. I have a leather-bound journal right under there. Yeah, there you go. I've written in it, like, three times. Hell yeah. I'm not a journaling person. I'm I not either. I, I want to be. I, I want to be so bad. bad. Yeah, and I can't do it. Ugh. People are just like, oh, if you just journal, like, it's so good for, like, mapping your thoughts out, and you can, like, you know, get, like, set goals and all that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hell and yeah. then I buy it, and I'm like, I'm going to go play video it's games. Exhausting. And I walk like, away. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking exhausting. Um, anyways, some people are into it, and some people want a digital one, so there it is. Yeah. That's a live journal for you. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is DeviantArt. Oh, yeah. I was a big DeviantArt Dude, kid. I DeviantArted. <laughs> it was a good, it was a cool time. Yeah. Uh, still around? Yep. Um, most of this information is from the Wikipedia on DeviantArt. Um, so in case you have never DeviantArted yourself, mm -hmm. um, it's an online community featuring artwork, videography, and photography. It was launched in August of 2000. By Angelo Sotira. Scott. Oh, I almost. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I almost said the wrong. Jarkov. <laughs> Matthew Stevens and others. Oh, no. <laughs> um, artworks are or organized into a category structure, including photography, digital art, traditional art, literature, flash, filmmaking, skins for applications, operating system customization, utilities, 
and others, along with downloadable resources such as tutorials and stock photography. Additional features include journals. People love journals. People love a journal. People just love to tell people about their life. Yeah, it's the artists and all of us. Yeah, I suppose. Um, you can also do... Uh... <laughs> oh my god, are you dying? Are you okay? <laughs> like swallow. And I like had like a bit of spit in my mouth. Do you know what I mean? I'm so sorry. Okay. I choked on my throat. <laughs> sorry. Go on. <laughs> my throat pipe. A choke yeah. on my throat pipe. You need some throat coat. <laughs> I do. I need that mouthfeel. <laughs> okay. You can also participate in polls and groups, and you can have, like, a whole-ass portfolio. Uh, the site has over 358 million images, which have been uploaded <laughs> by... Lot. It really is. It's, like, so many pictures. So much server space. Dude, for real. Um, they have over 35 million registered members. Uh, by 2011, DeviantArt was the largest online art community, and members of DeviantArt may leave com- comments and critiques on individual deviation pages, which are, like, you know, the pictures and shit you upload, um, allowing the site to be called uh, a free peer evaluation application. So, basically, in a little old nutshell... DeviantArt is a social network specifically for artists and art enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyone can create a profile and you can submit, like, fucking anything right away, immediately, first day. Um, Users, or deviants, as they call them, can sort through the submitted art using a wide range of categories, uh, like digital art, uh, various forms of photography, poetry, all kinds of things. Um... And then you can leave comments on other people's stuff and you can interact with each other. It starts a thread, Mm -hmm. whatever. Exactly like what you're thinking of, probably. Uh, In addition to regular commenting and posting, deviants can create or join various groups. There's groups for just about anything you could want. So if you only wanted to see or interact with fan art specifically for Overwatch, you can. Like when I was clicking through, there was Mm -hmm. like a group that was like um, women of... No, ladies of Overwatch or something. It was just mm-hmm. all the female characters. And, like, mm-hmm. that's what that group does. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's all they do. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm sure every anime ever created has their own... DVD group page. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, fan art. Fan that. art is probably the most common thing on DVD. I, yeah, I absolutely see that for sure. Um... I mean, one thing that was definitely cool, because I was a deviant arter, uh, you were, we yeah. all were, I yeah. think one thing that was really cool is if you did find art that you really enjoyed or liked, you could order it from yeah. the site. Like, you were There's able a whole to, shop. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool that it gave kind of that, like, Redbubble-esque service right. to artists at, like, such an early stage of the internet. Yeah. So. And it's still up today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can still go, and some of the artwork on there is just, like, fucking phenomenal yeah insane yeah shit i can't even pretend like i can't be like i'm gonna get that good someday like i'll never right i'm never gonna be that good because you're so fucking good yeah Yeah. it's insane yeah so good for them it's very it's a very serious like art community there's stuff that's like so here's my thing too is like i never want to criticize anyone because everybody has to start somewhere right right? and like people do start at like an early like an older age and like things happen and like whatever um but some of it is like straight trash and oh dude oh fuck (laughs) um so i feel like sometimes people can maybe get the wrong impression um because of first impressions you know what i mean but honestly there's some artists on there that do 
they'll cut you down incredible fucking thing well yeah and they'll cut you down there's some people that will just be like this is fucking trash what are you doing yeah yeah like this is misplaced draping (laughs) yeah dude your angles are all wrong yeah your lighting is coming from three different sides of the room or some shit like that which i guess some people need to hear that stuff but they do it in like a cutting way (laughs) yeah it's like you never want to draw again. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't a drawer, so oh, okay. there's none of that up there for me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it can be a really supportive community, um, which is great. Um, on the other side of that, right? Because there are groups um, for people that are trying to learn a new craft. Like if you want to learn watercoloring, you can join a group for everybody that's learning watercoloring, and you can actually get really nice, supportive feedback and not feel like a fucking dumbass bastard. That's just splashing colors on a page right deviantart also offers a whole forum section mm. like most of these websites that we're talking about do right um <laughs> here deviants can create threads and interact with uh topics that appeal to them and they're not always art related um there's like a section for technology topics so if people are curious about what hardware or software they need they can reach out there's also just, like, an entertainment section so people can talk about, like, what movies and TV shows and shit they're watching and basically just regular people's stuff. Later on, they introduced a chat room. They still have the forums, but they yeah. didn't have the chat room originally. Um, so people would go into forums. I don't know if this was over your experience, but people would role play. Oh, yeah. Heavy. Oh, yeah. I saw a lot of that Heavy, happening. dude. Like... That was, like, you could go into, like, a forum that's talking about, like, Final Fantasy XII, for example. I'm right. not talking from experience or anything. <laughs> right. And you would be assigned your character in the forum, and then you would play as that God. character through different roles. It's just like D&D, okay? Right, it's not no, much it's, different. <laughs> it's not weird. Yeah. Um, or playing video games. It's the same thing. You get to act out as this person or this character or whatever. And then later on, when the chat rooms were created, then they would just change the names. Oh, right. Like, instead so of, like, moderator or whatever, yeah. it would be like, oh, this is that. That's fine. <laughs> Anyways. Right, right, right. Anyways, now that I'm sufficiently embarrassed about my life. <laughs> we all have a weird thing that we do. Right. <laughs> um, so these features, like the forums and stuff, are relatively new. Um, when DA DeviantArt first started to gain attraction um, in the art meets internet world, it was really just a way to upload your work and receive feedback. Like, that's what they did. Um, the groups and forums came later. Uh, so I did find a post from 2008 on the forums that asked the question, would you consider DeviantArt a social network? <clears throat> it's a poll. It's still up. Mm-hmm. You can still vote to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, the responses have come in over the over the years, um, and as the poll is still up, right. <laughs> uh, the, the last comment was posted in 2018. Um, I did find that the answers varied as the years went on. So, like, the earlier responses were um, very much like, it is, um, but it's a social network with a purpose. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were all, like, focused on, like, art. Like, everything always came back to art in these responses. Right. Um, and it seemed, like, very... Um, like, those responses sounded so, like, hopeful and embracing. They're like, it is a social network, but it is for the artists. And it was great. And then as the years went on, the new features started happening. Mm-hmm. Um, 
people started to get kind of mad in their comments. <clears throat> like, um, let me find it. The responses started to lean heavily towards the yes it is and Facebook is to blame. Like, they're fucking mad that right. it's a social network now. Right. Um, and a lot of them were sounding like that. And they were kind of, like, scoffing at, like, how social it had become. Because um, I'm assuming from, like, people's journal posts and all kinds of things like that, like, people are not talking about art and not focusing on art. Mm-hmm. And so DeviantArt is kind of, like, losing its way a bit and going the way of more of a Facebook kind of thing. Right. Um and it's making a lot of those people upset. Upset. Yeah. Which I totally get. Like, you go to a website like that, you think it's going to be, like, this is where I go to talk about art. Right. And, you know, now they're talking about their cat's butthole or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I haven't been on recently enough to, like, really comment on it, but I think that when, you know, when it was created, the whole purpose of it is to be sharing it with other people right and that's well to be sharing your work with other people well yeah when i say it is like your work you're supposed to be sharing your work with other people so it's like there is like a social aspect in general it's like you want other people to see this like if you want other people to see something you also have to accept that they're gonna bring everything else with yeah which is you know the natural progression of right so but it also goes to show like just how much social media has started to reach all the corners of everything like it doesn't need to be everywhere not everything needs to be a social media like no it's fine no no no, absolutely not but yeah i don't use deviantart anymore so me neither i can't really comment on if they should take away things or add other things or whatever but it did seem like people are not stoked about how chatty it's become yeah but whatever yeah sorry about it (laughs) yeah it's weird it's weird to think about where things are now versus where things were previously yeah i think that's sometimes hard for people it's hard for me every fucking day i wake up in the morning and i'm like what hellscape am i gonna there's this picture that uh scene from the marriage or the divorce or whatever marriage story with the oh yeah 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 so that scene just like when he's hitting the wall yeah. he's like every day I wake up and then someone edited it to be like and I log on to Twitter and then he punches the wall and cries yeah. <laughs> that's like one of my favorite meme yeah. formats right yeah now. dude it's so good yeah it's so good but that's my life but yeah <laughs> that's real yeah real talk Ugh. anyways so that's TV and art if you are an artist and you want to share your art socially online you can do it on deviantart yeah you absolutely can and then people that didn't create your art can steal it from you and put it on their pin boards on pinterest pinterest there we go i feel like pinterest i use more often as an insult than anything like i went to a restaurant recently called i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna talk about it i just went to the restaurant recently and it looked the food was amazing food was incredible the drinks were really good they had like uh tiki stuff it was like a surf and turf type joint um but 
it looked like a Pinterest mom had threw mm. up all over the. See, everybody thing. knows what that means. Exactly. The second that I yeah. say it, everybody fucking knows. Yeah, that's I, what it is. My friends threw my other friend a um, baby shower, right. and I was like involved in the beginning, right. and um, they were just like, it was too much. Did they send you a pin board? No, um, they're just very amazing people, and they they are able to conceptualize a whole. Um, complete vision, mm-hmm. which is what I think of when I see the people that, you know, do like the Pinterest things on, right. um, cause all of the things that they did, they, you know, we like, we met once and we we're like, okay, so this is the theme that we're going for. Uh, cool. I'll go pick up these decorations. You're mm-hmm. going to pick up these decorations. Right. And it all just, it was fucking beautiful. It was like, right. I could never put something together like that. Even right. when I look at a Pinterest thing, I'm like, okay, right. get like a block and do this. But but the people that use Pinterest are the people yeah. that want to accomplish exactly. what you're talking about and can't. And they just like naturally came together. It was fucking insane. And right. I remember looking at even the table. It was a literal tablescape. Right. I remember looking at it being like, this is some shit off Pinterest. Yeah. They have no fucking idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pinterest is a company that was founded in 2010 uh, by Ben Silberman in San Francisco, California. It currently has 2,000 employees. The total number of monthly active Pinterest users is over 335 million. Holy shit. Yeah, that was last updated last year. I'm sure since quarantine has happened, it's probably way fucking high. Hell yeah. Um, the number of Pinterest users from the U.S. is over 88 million. Number of Pinterest users around the world, this says 50% plus, but (laughs) I think maybe that's a coding error. Uh, total number of Pinterest pins is 200 billion. That's a lot of pins. Oh my god. Yeah, total number of Pinterest boards is 4 billion. That's that's, still too many. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the total Holy number fuck. of Pinterest users who save shopping pins on boards daily is 2 million. What counts as a shopping pin? So a shopping pin is actually really cool. So a lot of this came from um, Pinterest getting in a little bit of hot water over um, copyright stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, oh, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, so what happened was people were sharing content onto Pinterest boards that they had just taken from other people and like artists were getting upset, like right. what the fuck. Um, so yeah, because made... sometimes when you put it on Pinterest, you don't, you can't find the original. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Pinterest is, at its core, it's an app that's designed to take photos and content from other places, condense it into boards made by its users. The problem here is that a lot of this content, at at least not as its time of inception, um, was redirecting back to the original creators. Um, and then with the pressure and questions of copyright claims and content on the site in 2012... Pinterest made adjustments and worked to try to direct content back to the original creators and sites with the pin it functions available for creators and producers. So now if you have like a, an art blog or whatever, you can say pin it, which is like the thing where you like, if you rotate over, it'll ask if you want to like share it to Facebook or Pinterest or whatever. Um, so that redirects automatically to the creator page. Cool. Um, so for example, if you find a recipe on a blog, you can pin it directly to a board that other users can interact with. And then that goes back to the original site where the recipe was posted. Um, and what they thought was that Pinterest was safe under safe harbor laws for the, um, digital millennium copyright act. Um, because users were posting of their own accord and sharing content, not, in, just in the purpose of sharing content, they weren't right. saying that it was their own work. Right. 
Um, so they thought they were safe under safe harbor. Um, but there's been some questions <laughs> about that and lawyers that have been like agreeing and disagreeing. Um, so they're constantly trying to get better, but shopping pins came from all of this. Um, if you like, I'm sure that you've seen when you scroll through and you see like an outfit and it's like, buy here. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you can pin it and it's the, it's the shopping website. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's redirecting content back to it. Um, so obviously with all the DMCA stuff, um, they did come out with a statement that was talking about everything that was happening with copyright. Um, they did say in a statement that Pinterest is a platform for people to share their interests through collections of images, videos, commentary, and links they can share with friends. Uh, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act provides safe harbors for exactly this type of platform. We are committed to effectively sorry, efficiently responding to alleged copyright infringements. We are regularly improving our process internally with the help of lawyers who are experts in the field of copyright. As a company, we are deeply, we care deeply about creating value for the content creators. We're spending a great deal of time reaching out to content to creators to understand their needs and concerns. We've received, so far we've received overwhelmingly positive feedback and have both created tools for publishers who want to make it easier to pin their content, the pin it button for publisher sites, as well as tools for those who would prefer that their material isn't pinned, an opt-out code that content creator, content owners add to their site that prevents contact from, content from being shared on Pinterest. Our goal at Pinterest is to help people discover the things they love. Driving traffic to original content sources is fundamentally that goal. Cool. Yeah. So, although there are problems with it, Although it is a very Karen service to use. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there definitely are, like, concerns about copyright and stolen imagery and things like that. Um, or just, like, it's not even that it's stolen. It's just that someone's like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And that's awesome and everything. But if you're not citing it, like, the original creator, then that person's not making any money off of all of this, like, stuff right. that you're getting. Yeah. Which happens all the time. Like, it's not just on tin Pinterest, like... Um, Lily Reinhardt shared a picture by an artist, like a drawing from an oh, artist yeah, yeah, on yeah. her Instagram and mm -hmm. didn't credit the artist. And it's like, okay, you are someone who every single fucking teenager in this country knows about. And you've shared content that doesn't belong to you, not even necessarily claiming that it's your own, but you've shared it and now they can't get any credit for it. So right. what are you doing? And instead yeah. of like deleting it and then reposting it and being like, oh, I'm so sorry. This is like edit. This is the original artist and blah, blah, blah. She just deleted it and didn't put it back up. Dope. And cool. it's like, that's kind of fucked Great. up. So. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I do have a Pinterest account. Um. Every, it seems like every like two or three months, I'm like, this is, this is what I need Pinterest for. And I will like gather, it's usually around a holiday. Mm -hmm. I'll like gather like holiday recipes. I'm like, cool, this is great. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do like it for that because I do have, um, you know, like in my bookmarks, I have like all the recipes saved, but, um, it's fucking clunky and stupid and it's easier to just. Do it on Pinterest. You do it on Pinterest. Yeah, it's the same for me. I mean, I don't necessarily use it for, like, holiday stuff, but there's, if I have a project, um, like, for example, I am in the process of framing and putting up all of, like, my set lists and concert posters from over the years, because yeah. I've got, like, a fuck ton of them, um, and I'm trying to figure out, like, 
projects for like studio framing oh, and things right. like that. So like I'll look at different examples of that and see what like fits best with my space. Yeah. Um, Your my space? <laughs> <laughs> no, with my personal space, <laughs> not my space, my space or my my space. <laughs> um, okay. Jesus Christ. The cat wants out. Break. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I like Pinterest for those sorts of things. Um, I have used it for recipes. I have, yeah, like done that sort of stuff. It's got, so. you know, it's good for some stuff. Um, yeah, everybody finds a different way to use different things. Yeah. So yeah. it's crazy to me that there's that many users. users. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like everybody has a fucking Pinterest board. Mm-hmm. Like everyone that I know, even if they don't like use it a whole lot, because I definitely don't use it. But like when I moved into my apartment, I was like, I have no fucking idea how to decorate anything. Right. So I was like, this, yeah. this is my aesthetic. Like, show me, show me the way, yeah. <laughs> show me the designs. Yeah, and, for and sure. I definitely took that. Or when I was in school, um, massage studio stuff and like oh, what yeah. I should have in like what other massage rooms looked like. That was really helpful. Yeah, it for, is helpful like, for that shit. When yeah. I was redecorating my office, I um, went on there to be like, what the fuck do I do? Help me. Yeah. <laughs> Creative people. But help it's me. also like one of those things where it's like once, at least for me, like once I like get an idea of it, then I'm like, cool, I don't need it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, mm, it's like a. It's literally a, like a mood board. Yeah. You know, that's and it, what it it's, literally is. It's definitely easier, like, when you just have, like, a vague idea mm-hmm. of what you're looking for or what you want, it's definitely easier than um, using, like, Google. Right. Because Google will just give you, like, fucking everything. Right. Whereas... And there's algorithms in place as well that show me things that I want to see now because right. I, I've clicked on enough things or I've pinned enough things. Yeah. Or I've searched enough things that it's like, okay, you probably like this. Yeah, because like, it starts yeah, to right. tailor, like... Mm-hmm. the front page or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I honestly never use. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm always like, I'm going immediately over here. <laughs> I need to search these things, or I need to go to my recipe book. Yeah, <laughs> which is don't over here. fucking show me this weird stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not great. It's Pinterest. <laughs> it's yeah. It's Pinterest. Uh, before Pinterest allowed users to. Uh, copy and paste content to their hearts delight. Tumblr. Tumblr. A 2007 microblogging site was doing much the same. Uh, the site was founded by David Karp, who had taken an interest in short-form blogging known as tumble logging. Oh, my God. Hence Tumblr. Is I didn't it really know yeah, that? Yeah, that's what it's called, apparently. I had no fucking idea why it was called Tumblr. I was like, this makes no fucking... Yeah, because I, you tumble through posts. That's what I and, thought, because like, it's like, just like a scroll thing. Yeah, you just scroll through a bunch of different shit until you find someone's blog that you like. It's got, like, a front page kind of like Reddit, but they're all squares of just, like, art and stuff, and that's it's the same thing with, like, silly. algorithms yeah. where it, like, is like, oh, you search and like these things. So you can either like or reblog things, and then it narrows it down. But, yeah, it's called... Tumble logging. <laughs> I have no idea. That's weird. <laughs> While developing other projects in an incubator owned by Frederator. Which okay, is cool. okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, the site oh, allows people to manage their blogs from a dashboard and follow and reblog other creators. From its launch in 2007, within two weeks, the microblogging site gained 75,000 <gasps> users. 75,000. Thousand people in two weeks. Holy in shit! Were weeks. there servers ready for that? I have no fucking. Idea. I mean, oh he was God. working for Frederator, so okay, maybe, so maybe. Yeah, but Jesus. Yeah, dude. Uh, the popularity of Tumblr continued to soar, and in 2013, Yahoo stepped forward with an offer of 1.1 billion dollars. 
Good damn. I didn't know Yahoo had that kind of money. Neither did I. I think oh, it was I 2013 remember, Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, dude, well, I remember when, even when it was a thing, I remember looking at that and being like, holy fuck, shut up, Yahoo? Are you My Yahoo? My, are you talking about <laughs> the guy I know? Is that, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, upset that corporate ownership may change the site, many of the users protested, uh, which resulted in a petition against the buyout with nearly 170,000 signatures. Which, I'm sorry. Ahead. I mean, that's great. But right. that doesn't seem like a lot of signatures, considering how many fucking people were probably on there. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure there's, like, probably, like, a bunch of people that didn't care, or, like, people that were like, oh, yeah, I'll sign, and then never did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's definitely, Yeah. It's Yahoo having one point one billion dollars is the most like <laughs> that's the most uh, shocking part. Yeah, exactly. Um, the deal went through um, with Carp still at the helm, so he did stay as the CEO. Um, but with less than perfect advertising sales, Yahoo dropped the value of the site by seven hundred and twelve million dollars in two thousand sixteen. So cool! Yikes! Um, much of the site is, uh, well, was, anyways, adult content. Um, a study by TechCrunch in 2013 stated that 22% of the site's traffic was pornographic. Shit. With over 16% of users' blogs containing pornographic Shit. material. Yeah, those are big fucking numbers. Those are massive numbers. Holy fuck. Uh, in 2017, Yahoo and Tumblr were acquired by what is now known as the Verizon Media Group, and I remember this as well. Yeah. Um, and the site continued to struggle. And then in December of 2018, Verizon announced that Tumblr would be placing heavier restrictions on adult content and pornographic material. Yeah. Like everything involving SESTA-FOSTA, the voices of sex workers seeking a safe place to garner business, LGBTQ artists that wish to give representation to those who did not define themselves as heteronormative, and sex ed advocates warned that doing so would lead to a massive drop in usage as it was restricting their creative rights. Yep. And they were right. <laughs> in 2000. Uh, 19, uh, similar web, which is a website analytics tool for businesses, noted that there was a 30% drop in usage after the content restrictions went in place. It was... Not surprised. Unfortunately, SESTA-FOSTA, like, it just fucked with everything, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like it definitely, it took away from content creators, it took away from people looking for, like, a safe place to be able to do these things. It's like we talked about with um, pretty much every aspect of social media, I feel like, has been affected oh, yeah. by these laws. And it's not in a positive way because, for example, like, we're talking about Craigslist. Like, even Craig of List fame was right. getting medals from the FBI for, like, work in helping stop this. And the thing is, like, if people are able to do these interactions online – all of this shit is traceable now. Yeah. Like, you have a, a paper trail, and you have, like, a way to investigate these crimes. If they don't have that, then they're going out and they're doing it on the streets, and then people end up fucking missing, and then you never fucking find them right. again until you find them in they four don't look separate for sex pieces. workers. Well, that, too. They just yeah. don't... They ha they never have, and I don't think that they ever will, because... I think eventually they will. I hope so. I hope to live in a society eventually where people care about sex workers' yeah. lives. Not people, because people do, but right. the criminal justice system right um <clears throat> paul holes does <laughs> yeah i love him oh my god i love paul, I love paul. and billy jensen daddy seriously <laughs> like oh my gosh um he just drinks straight whiskey oh god it's so hot i don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> and he goes trail running by himself and scares off mountain lions oh my god jesus 
He caught the Golden State Killer. He did. Oh my god. Hot for holes. Hot for Oh my god, no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> that, do you remember that hashtag? I don't. Oh, I don't. It was that's a hashtag amazing. that was going around after he caught Golden State Killer. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, he's a very attractive man <laughs> who does amazing work. So yeah. go you. Go yeah. you holes. Poster holes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm This is now a Paul Holes. <laughs> Will Smith and uh, Paul Holes. Yeah, that's a podcast I'd yeah. like to see. An occasional Andrew WK. Yeah, every once in a while. Sprinkled in. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, anyways, back to Tumblr, which if anybody wants to know what my blog is for. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Um, so, in May of 2015, uh, Motherboard, which is Vice's tech blog, uh, posted an article called um tumblr has a hardcore meth scene which great headline great headline yeah um this is something that was like i used tumblr for a really really long time and i never fucking found this shit like not even i mean i was definitely like into some fucking weird emo shit like back in the day for sure i'm sure we all were right but this is something that i never would have fucking found ever in a fucking million years well, you're not constantly searching for meth on Tumblr. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but it's just, like, I feel like, just, like, in terms of, like, crossover tags, because I went and did some research afterwards, like, you would have assumed, like, people would know about this, apparently. Mm. Well, I mean, just one person at fucking Device found out about it, apparently. <laughs> right. Um, but what was really terrible about... Well, not necessarily terrible. I mean, the article is, like, very informative. It tells you about, like, this kind of, like, seedy underbelly of this site that, like, appears to be, like, very aesthetically pleasing about people that are maybe romanticizing drug use and things like that. So is that <clears throat> what the scene was? People romanticizing meth usage? Not necessarily romanticizing. It was a whole bunch of different stuff. So it's, like, people were... Like sharing meth recipes? Not meth, no. Okay. No, it wasn't, like, breaking bad. Okay. No, 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 no. It was, like, it was um, people telling people in specific areas where they can be able to use cleanly needle okay. exchanges, narcotics anonymous resources, but also posting pictures, like, I mean, like, there's obviously bad sides to everything. Right. It's, like, people posting pornographic imagery of them, like, doing meth and then... S and D? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots of that and just like or be or the act of like having sex while high on meth or while they quote unquote twacked out is what they call it. Okay, okay. Um but it's called Tweaker Nation is like it's like a hashtag on Tumblr and okay. there's like all of this holy shit, like so much like nude women like taking videos of themselves smoking because it it, it looks like hookah smoke or okay. vape smoke essentially. It's like really fucking thick and white. Um and so they would post this content. There would also be people that would post poetry and artwork and things like that. But it was all like under the pretense that you were a person that actively engaged or had previously actively engaged and was now sober in methamphetamine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they wrote this huge expose piece. And then what I saw today when I was doing, well, not today, but um, two days ago now, I was talking about it with my mom today. Um, was a letter that this woman had written back to Vice talking about um, she is sober, remained anonymous, and submitted this information saying, um, 
I was linked to the piece, which I read multiple times the day I found it, and then a couple more times the day following, and was able to come to the conclusion that it didn't sit well with me or other Tweaker Nation members, sober or not, that I am regularly in contact with. Everyone is entitled to express their opinions. People are also able to write what they want, and whoever decides to publish it does so at their own free will. That's the great thing about the internet. It's that you can pretty much post whatever you want and attach your own opinion along with it in hopes that others will agree with you. The community on Tumblr that's known as Tweaker Nation can, yes, come across as enabling to a non-user. Users helping each other score, giving tips on safe routes of administration, such as harm reduction when it comes to injecting crystal meth, how to safely smoke and take care of your mouth. But within the friends that you make in the group, it's full of caring and support. There are some people in the group that have had their own issues with other community members, but that's entirely normal. No one is expected to get along with everyone. Um... And she essentially goes on to say, Motherboard had no qualms with outing a large Internet Narcotics Anonymous group, using that descriptor lightly, and potentially endangering the people who are actively in Tweaker Nation. These people are posting photos of themselves with their face showing. And, okay, <laughs> no, is, is it right or intelligent for you to post pictures right. of your face on a social media site doing an illicit substance? Absolutely not. Right. But... Do these people necessarily know that, or are they aware of these things? Probably not. And still, by pointing a flashlight at the people and not the problem, right. you have now opened it up to endangering other people. Oh, yeah. Which is super fucked up, honestly. Um, another thing that this person pointed out was that when Motherboard released the article, they were super, super happy about opening the floodgates and like, look at what we found. This is so crazy, which is something that Vice is really apt to do. Yeah. Like, we know that. Yeah. Uh, shocking. Blah. Like, um, I love that picture on the internet of like, it's like a bunch of like soldiers and then like, um, the Blues Clues guy has been photoshopped oh, yeah. into it, and it's, like, yeah. vice reporters, like, <laughs> reporting from behind enemy lines or some shit. It's, like, that's, like, what they do. The problem is you've now exposed people to everyone. They, they were this very closed, hard-to-find community, unless that's exactly what you were looking for. Right. And you have now opened that egg into a frying pan of shit <laughs> like it's it's kind of fucked up I was I I'm really glad that they published the letter that kind of yeah. called them out and in the letter they did at the bottom of the page they give a bunch of different resources for you know outreach and seeking help if you are addicted to that sort of stuff and and good for them but one thing that I think is really funny that this person said was there's really not a whole lot of people that go after um, like cocaine or heroin users in the same way that yeah. they go after meth users. Which is so and real. It's pretty fucking similar in terms of what it does to you. Right. Um, in fact, I've known people that have taken methamphetamine and been completely functional, you know? Right. And they like, um, they do it so that they can get through their work day, especially if they work like graveyards or they're working hard manual labor. And then they don't do it around their kids and they don't... It, not that I'm saying that it's good whatsoever. Right, I'm just right. saying, like, I have seen school teachers do cocaine <laughs> and I have seen um, other people do... I didn't know that they were doing it at the time, but they appeared to be completely normal and functioning members of society. And so it's kind of crazy, the duo right. vision there. 
Yeah. Um, and so that was one of the kind of scandalous parts of Tumblr that I saw. The other one, which um, in 2012, I believe, they instituted, like, if you were searching for these terms, one of the big things on Tumblr is eating disorders. Like. Oh. I was like, what's an eating disorder? <laughs> oh, what's an eating disorder? <laughs> I right, I was like, blank <laughs> Um Yeah, so eating disorders. So anorexia and bulimia specifically. Um, there is a huge community of people that use Tumblr as, like, thinspiration. Oh, um, okay, With, okay. like, the chicks that are holding their, like, okay. thighs in there. I was, like, I really I grasping, hold. like, what do you mean? <laughs> right. Um, and then, uh, now if you search those terms, like, if you, thin, like, thinspo or thinspiration or, um, like, fitspo or whatever, it'll say, it'll pop up with a message So they're that pro-eating say, disorder. These people. So, well, it's not okay. even, it's, like, such a, con- it's such a complicated, um, dynamic between some of these people because some people are like we're not pro Anna we're not pro whatever it's just this is like something that we need to cope with like what is essentially in our minds an addiction so that we can look at these images and like remember what we came from and we're in recovery or it's people that are like I need an accountability partner because I want to eat less than 100 calories a day like it's so fucking insane like the undercurrent of this shit that you find underneath these layers of like yeah. pretty aesthetic rose petals and like gifts with Studio Ghibli characters. <laughs> like it's like um, people that are posting pictures of them getting out of the hospital and saying like, oh, I'm so many years recovered or I'm doing better now and using it as a positive thing to like reach out to other people and say like, hey, be good to yourself, drink water, right. or, like eat something, like be good and then other people that are definitely like on the other side of the spectrum that they're using this for inspiration so that they can be pro Anna is what they call it okay so it's people from all over the eating disorder like spectrum and community and like when you search for those tags like all of it is kind of because everything is like um, assigned based on tags on tumblr um, so, for example, the tag Tweaker Nation brings you to all the meth stuff. Right. The tag Pro Anna brings you to all of this anorexia and bulimia shit. Um, and obviously there's, like, more than just that tag, but it's, like, holy God, like, it's fucked up. Like, so, I wish that I could, yeah. like, reach out and be, not, okay, like, it, it's just, it just sucks to have to watch or look at a community of people that are struggling when they are separate from you and there's really not a whole lot of help that you can offer other than just being like, Hey dude, take care of yourself. Right. Um, but knowing that those things exist and they are underneath everything and because they're underneath everything, they're not being paid attention to and these people can't get help. That's what's fucked up. It's not fucked up that people have these issues because like, I mean, I mean, it sucks that whatever created the universe made this a thing that happens in humans' brains. I'm not upset at the people that are struggling with this. I just want to make that very clear. It just, like, it sucks to see that this is very much an issue and it's not something that's being talked enough about. Right. And I wish that there was a way for these people to more easily achieve help. Yeah, because there's obviously a whole fucking community of people that are struggling together. Right, exactly. And all they have is each other. And although that could be very positive in some cases, I'm sure that it doesn't work in a lot of right. cases. It could also be very enabling. It, yeah, it could be very enabling. Um, so, yeah, it's just... Shit, that's heavy. Yeah. 
We will put resources in the show notes. Yeah. If anybody's dealing with addiction, alcoholism, eating disorders, anything like that, we can definitely, um, we will put some resources up for that because it is so important. And especially right now when it's like transitioning to like the winter season. And it's been a Um, fucking year, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, it has. But we're here for you in heart and spirit and um, we'll link that information. And we hope that you're doing okay, bud. Drink some water. Yeah, be kind to yourself. Take the cups to the kitchen. Cuddle a animal. Oh, please cuddle an animal. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, shit. <laughs> Instead of talking about video games, what's something really good that has happened to you recently? Um, I have recently rediscovered my love of reading. Okay, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it never really went away. Um, I... I'm always at least reading one book, mm-hmm. but sometimes, you know, that I'll read like 30 minutes a week. Like it's not, but, um, recently I've rediscovered how much I actually really do enjoy reading. So, um, I'm currently reading three books, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> which I haven't read that many books in a long time at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been really great. And I've noticed that, um, like, my anxiety level is going down. Like, I feel like I'm living slower, which is good. Yeah. Um, and that, that's been really great. I now have, like, a evening routine, especially when Noah's at work. Like, I come home from work, get the dog all situated, and I'll make a cup of tea and then sit in the chair and read for, like, an hour or two before I do anything else. And it's been, it's been really great. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's really dope. Would recommend. Yeah. If you, if you like reading. Read some, some books. Don't. Or listen to some audiobooks if, you're, if that's yeah. what you're into. There's a whole world out there. Yeah. Inside what is, worlds. What's making you... Jibbity jabbity. Um, So I know that I said that we were talking about video games, which is funny because I'm going to talk about a video game cool, now. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, so... Like I said, everybody, I told everybody I've been playing Dead by Daylight a lot recently. Um, what's really cool about that is through that game, I've gotten to reconnect with a really good friend of mine that I haven't been able to, like, be in really constant contact with. Not even yeah. constant, but just, like, you know, reliable contact right. for, like, a year. Like, since, like, a year ago. I haven't seen them in a year. Um, so, like, we played Dead by Daylight together, and, like... I've, like, met some of his, like, friends through that, and, like, there's, like, a community, and it's, like, really cool to see that, like, we were kind of talking about yeah, that's last awesome. episode, so, yeah. That's cool. It's been really good. Um, yeah. Friendship. Friendship. It's magic. It's <laughs> magic. Books are magic. Books are magic. Video games are magic. Planes are also magic, Dude, apparently. so magic. My friend Jeremy and I went to the aerospace, air, air and space museum mm, out oh by yeah. the Air I'm Force familiar. Base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, yeah, when I was going through aviation school, they told us, you know, the four forces that act upon planes on all sides. It's magic, 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 and magic. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. We always called it math magics. <laughs> yeah, 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 math magics. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well... 
If you'd like to uh, share your Pinterest boards with us, <laughs> you can yeah. message us either on our Twitter or Instagram at Bite Size Podcast, or if you'd like to email us, um, have any questions or anything you'd like us to know, you can email us at bitesizedpodcast at gmail.com. That's B-Y-T-E-S-I-Z-E-D podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like some insight on some extra stuff and little nibble-sodes that we do, which include all kinds of different things from content reviews to indie game reviews to um, different sneak peeks at stuff and early access information about giveaways, that sort of thing, you can follow us and subscribe to our Patreon, and that's patreon.com slash podcast. And that would be super awesome. But also just thanks for listening and being our friend. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It definitely helps. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)